Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Welcome in to the Tighten Up Podcast on the A to Z Sports Podcast Network. I'm Jack Gentry alongside my partner, Austin Huff. You can find us both on Twitter. I'm at Jack A. Gentry. He is at Austin Huff. We are the Tighten Up Podcast. Give us a follow on Twitter, at Tighten Up Pod. Give us a follow on Instagram, at Tighten Up Podcast. And as always, we're under the A to Z Sports umbrella, so go make sure you're following A to Z Sports on every social media platform. This is Sode number 170. The You missed the opportunity to make it a J.G. Wentworth commercial. They're your Sode titles, and you need them now of Sodes. <laughs> who watched a J.G. Wentworth commercial and immediately went into our DMs? I want to know who did that. J.G. Wentworth. That, that song, I think, is always stuck in all of our heads at all times. That one comes to us via Adam Ellis at Adam Ellis 31. That came uh, shortly after we asked for so titles. And I think he just hit us, hit us with that. We could have hit him, hit our followers with the JG Wentworth. That um, 877 cash now DM. I like yeah, it. Yeah, right. <laughs> right, right. Um, we've got a, uh, we've got a, we've got a, a sode. That's all I'm going to say about this week's sode. There's not much going on. And Jack and I, look, last week, Jack and I dropped the sode on a Thursday. This week, we're back on our regular schedule, recording on Tuesday, dropping on a Wednesday, which means DeAndre Hopkins will probably sign with the Titans on Wednesday. Uh, (laughs) And we will not be able to react to it for a whole nother week. No, but that's pretty much how these things work. I wouldn't even be mad. I I don't think I could be mad at that as long as D-Hop comes to Nashville. D-Hop, you can sign... Literally the second we stop recording, causing Jack and I to have to re-record the entire show. And I, I wouldn't be mad. I, I could not be mad at you. Um, but no, D-Hop is pretty much still the talk of the town and, in this uh, tup town. And it is, we are, this week we are going to give, because D-Hop did actually come to Nashville. We have photographic proof. And we Jack and I want to share what we would do if D Hop was if we were D Hop's tour guides to Nashville. What would we show him? Where would we take him? Look, it's the off season, okay? You have to bear with us. All right. There's not much to talk about. Plus, we are, but we are gonna talk about um uh Randy Bullock uh sighting in the off season. Back with the Titans? I don't know. We'll get into that. We also, uh, there was one other thing that's escaping me right now. Jack, you, you got my back on this one? Vic Beasley uh, said some, Vic or, Beasley. or at least busting with the boys, came out with a Vic Beasley story that's guaranteed to piss every Titans fan off, including me. Look, look, it's been a while since Titans fans have been pissed off about something. So let's get pissed off about Vic Beasley uh, and some just the one of the greatest mistakes we've ever made in Titans of folklore history. So, but before we get into all of that, let's first get a word from our friends at relax the back. We love our friends at relax the back because they set out every day to help people in the Nashville area, work better, live better and feel better. If you're like me and you struggle with insomnia and posture issues, falling to sleep, waking up without that pain in your lower back, then, then relax the back is the place for you because they have 
a variety of chairs that combat the neck and back pain for those of us who are sitting up all day at work, hunched over, maybe typing or writing. Um, they've got zero gravity chairs to help stabilize your spine. They've got Technogel and Tempur-Pedic pillows and mattresses to help maximize your sleep every night. They've even got Bluetooth sound machines for a great deal in store. If you want to go check those out, if you've got, if you live by, uh, say, Hillsborough Road like I do, and you need something to block out the noise, relax. The back's the place to go get that at. So go check them out at 2020 Glen Echo Road in Nashville, Tennessee. It's right across the road from the Green Hills Regal Movie Theater. If you're unable to get there in person, don't worry about it. You can check them out online where they have their entire store available to look through at stores.relaxtheback.com slash Nashville and start feeling better today. When you go in, make sure to tell them that A to Z Sports sent you. And with that said, let's talk Titan. I hear the train are coming. It's rolling around the bay. What is up, Flameheads? Welcome into the Titan Up Podcast. Today is June 14th, 2023. It is Flag Day. And I think I got to ask this, considering it is the dead of the offseason. Emphasis on dead. Jack, does Flag Day make it onto the Mount Rushmore of summer holidays let's see i mean it's it's hard to crack that list because you've got i guess we don't count easter as a summer holiday that's like late no, spring that that would yeah that would be i would i would say that, that could would be, be early spring. spring that, could, that okay. would be like right smack dab in the middle of spring doesn't matter where in spring it falls it doesn't qualify and We've got July you know what 4th. while we're at it let's go ahead and rule out halloween too because that's, I think, right. I believe right. that is in the fall. All right, you've had your fun. It's July, what, July 4th, Memorial Day, Labor Day? There's yeah. like four heads on Mount Rushmore. Does Flag I, Day that's what I'm. That's what I'm thinking. I'm, I, I'm thinking Flag Day makes it by default. Unless, unless there's like a day, Juneteenth. Oh, I feel like we do have to put Juneteenth in, right? Yeah. I mean, just to cover our bases. Yeah, that that's true. Uh, it's a good holiday. It's a good holiday to celebrate and, and to commemorate for Americans, it, for all true Americans. I feel like it, that is a good, important day to celebrate. But like the, the thing about all of these holidays outside of July 4th and yeah, really just July 4th. I couldn't tell you what day they fall on, but I can yeah. tell you what I can tell you. Juneteenth <laughs> and July 4th. I couldn't tell you when Labor Day is. Couldn't tell you when Memorial I'm, Day was. I'm glad you can tell me and that. Definitely June, couldn't but... tell you where Flag Day is. I'm glad you can tell me that July 4th is, you know, when that day is. That's, <laughs> yeah, I've got a good idea. Do you, what day is July 4th? Well, it's, it's the 4th of July. All America, right, good. America's I holiday. just had to ask. America's I had to birthday. put you to the test there. Put your feet to the fire. Jack, I think I'm going to go on. I'm going to give a hot take right here, right off the bat. It is the dead of summer. Here is a blistering hot take. I say flag day makes it. I say Juneteenth makes it. Labor Day's getting the boot. No, dude. Labor Day's fantasy draft weekend. It's the no. last lake weekend. It, Labor Day is the beginning of the end. Labor Day is the going away party for your best friend who's moving to another city. It's like, it's one last two raw. It's great. It's fun. You get to see everybody one last time. Then you know what's coming. You know the inevitable's coming. And you have to kiss your friend goodbye, farewell, bon, bon voyage, 
and you probably may not ever see them again. And that's winter heading in. Like that's like, like fall and winter coming. And like, it's probably a little bit differently here in Chicago than it is in Nashville. I, obviously I grew up in Nashville. I know what it's like in Nashville. You get a little bit longer fall in Nashville, which is nice. Chicago, you get maybe three weeks of fall. And then it's like, it's like, Oh, Hey, winter's ugly ass is knocking on your door. I see where you're coming from. If we're going to personify holidays, Memorial Day, you have to thank it for its service every time it walks in the bar. But already yeah. at the bar, you have Labor Day weekend, who's about to get thrown out of the bar for being too rowdy. Labor Day's been there. Labor Day is the yeah, like at the end of its stay. Labor Day is like getting ready. Okay, all right, Labor Day. Okay, thank you. It's look, summer's over now, buddy. You gotta go. We gotta call you an Uber and get you out of here. And Labor Day That's... always leaves a mess. You have to clean up after Labor Day. Memorial Day, obviously, it is a time of remembrance for those who uh, gave the ultimate sacrifice for our country. Pools I open. think I yes, that's the thing. Pools open that weekend. That is the unofficial kickoff to summer. It is the everything's looking ahead. Hope springs eternal. Labor Day, you're like, man, summer's over. This is it. This is the last okay. weekend of summer. You've talked me into this. I think I'm OK. okay. I, I had Labor Day ahead of Memorial Day. Now that's all changed. OK, Congratulations. All right, good. Good. Look at that, man. I'm so glad we were able to agree on something right off the top. Let's get into something else. We both agree on Deandre Hopkins in two tone blue. He made his visit to Nashville this past weekend and he posted, was it a photo or a video of him in the back of the limousine? And it was, uh, it with, with Chris Stapleton's Tennessee whiskey. Yeah, oh, yeah. be still my beating heart. My goodness. Deandre Hopkins. I, I love that. And and the little Photoshop, let's not let that be slept on. There's a lot of bad Photoshops on the Internet. OK, the fact that we got a DeAndre Hopkins in two tone blue Photoshop, and it was a well done Photoshop on the little welcome screen. Welcome to Nashville, DeAndre Hopkins. That right there, that to me is you get picked up in one of those cool Mercedes Sprinter vans. With that on a TV screen, that's look, that's a little attention to detail that I think can help win you over one of the top wide receiver free. Half agents the battle is visualizing yourself in this city in in the colors that you would be wearing. And right? the Titans kind of knocked that out of the park. They pulled out all the stops. You know, the schedule the scheduled visit for Hopkins was for Sunday. But he didn't just leave on Monday. He stuck around the facility for a long time on Monday and mm -hmm. then headed out of town to New England. And I think the Titans have a huge edge on New England, mainly because Bill Belichick had no idea if the D Hop visit was still going to happen. Look, he's not Tennessee. he's he's not a travel agent. Okay, <laughs> that's what he said, and that's what he he's said. He's not a travel agent. But like, I mean, even though you're Bill Belichick and it's the Patriots' way to not get get excited about anything or talk about anything that isn't done yet or any player who isn't on your team, I want to be gassed up if I'm a free agent, especially if it's this late in the offseason. And my value may be a little depreciated because a lot of these other teams who needed wide receivers a couple months ago have already filled that need through the draft. I want to be wanted. I feel like the Titans showed him that he is absolutely wanted here. While I don't know that the Patriots are going to be able to do that. Yeah, no, and I, I, I think, I think that's the thing too. And look, he's late, late in his career, and I, and I do think like. There's been a rap about the Patriots, especially now that they're not seeing as much success. Like it was a no brainer. If the Titans were going up against the Patriots 10 years ago, it would have been like, oh, there's not a chance we get D hop. 
But like with the Titans going up against the Patriots now, and I get it. Like it's not like the Titans have had. I don't. I I would say they're probably on the, about the same plane, on the about the same trajectory in terms of recent success. I like the Titans' chances just because guys are willing to play in the Belichick way when you're winning games. But when you're not winning games, that just doesn't seem like a great opportunity. So DeAndre Hopkins comes down here and, you know, and Vrabel, look, Vrabel's like a descendant of the Belichick way. He's not that far different. The way he runs his football team is not overly different than the way Bill Belichick runs his team. But you, you, you add in that twinge, that little sprinkle of Nashville, a destination city, a city where there's always something to do and so much fun to be had. I mean, look, how can you not turn that down when you're a 31-year-old man kind of on the back nine of your career? No, I agree. And Rabel also has, you know, an advantage that probably won't, it hasn't been discussed. I mean, Rabel's been 31 years old in the NFL. Like, D-Hop goes up to New England and Bill Belichick's going to be like, hey, DeAndre, going to need you at practice on uh, Monday. Gonna need you at practice on every Monday. Gotta lead by example. Yeah. And Rabel's gonna yeah. be like D Hop, man. Like if you need a break, if if you need a yeah. couple days here and there, that's good with us. That's a great take. That's a great point. Yeah, Rabel's the he's a player's coach through and through, and I think that's the difference there between the Rabel and the Belichick. Rabel played for Belichick. Belichick never never played. And that maybe maybe Rabel has an edge just with that because he knows the good things that Belichick did, but he also probably has an idea of the things that rubbed him the wrong way as a player. So he knows where to kind of one up Belichick. Yeah. So my question is like, I'm curious as to what the Titans did, because this is essentially a recruiting trip. This is, you know, baby, uh, baby Gronk going to Kentucky. I mean, this is what this is. (laughs) Oh man. Oh man. I baby Gronk. Don't get me started on baby Gronk. In (laughs) fact, I'm going to get to baby Gronk a little bit later on. (laughs) Okay. Perfect. You you know he rizzed up Libby Dunn. Oh yeah, the Rizzly Bear. I hear this is what they're calling him. <laughs> so apparently the um Hopkins posted images on his Instagram story uh of the car service taking him down down Music City and then apparently he was also in attendance for Sunday night's closing act of the CMA Fest with Tim McGraw, okay? And look, if there's any better recruiter for DeAndre Hopkins, first of all, it's our guy Tim McGraw, who is a massive Titans fan in multiple Titans promotional videos and a guy who literally preaches, live like you are dying. And if anyone knows how to both live and die, <laughs> it was last year's Tennessee Titans team. <laughs> Because they lived and then they then they started to die. And um they, you know, I wish they would have gone Rocky Mountain climbing. Yeah, uh, what uh bull, bull skydiving, Rocky Mountain climbing, going two point seven seconds on a bull named Fu Manchu. I wish they would have done a little bit more of that, but instead they said, No, let's start uh Malik Willis for a few games and then let's uh and that's maybe try our hand at Josh Dobbs. And it was, and they went skydiving without a parachute is what they did. Yeah. They, they, they yeah, it was, it was, it was ugly. It was uh, ugly, but I, I mean, look, I, I, I like that. Tim McGraw has experience in, in football movies as well. I mean, we, we can't throw that out of the window. So he, he knows the thing or two about the game. If he ever got a one-on-one convo D hop, I feel like that would have gone well, you know, Friday and night fo- lights, the blind side. Yeah. Blind side football movie about a top recruit. 
being wooed by a lot of people. Look, Tim, I hope I we can only hope that Tim worked his magic, that they got DeAndre Hopkins backstage and, you know, get able to meet Tim and be like, hey, why don't you come to Nashville, dude? I guarantee you. Well, uh, what, what are you gonna get? Marky Mark Wahlberg in uh, in New England now <laughs> today and tomorrow. DeAndre Hopkins is in New England. I do believe did he did he have two days in Nashville or did he just have the one day? Well, I know that he stayed for a while on Monday um, and uh, he got in town on Sunday and apparently went to the CMA Fest. But I will say that Sunday of CMA Fest and then a, a Monday in Nashville beats the living shit out of a Tuesday <laughs> and Wednesday in New England. You think so? Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. What are they going to do? Go to a Red Sox game or something? It's like, okay. <laughs> it's like that cool. stadium's been there for forever. Come on. Get over yeah. It. Oh, wow, dude. I wish, honestly, what could have really helped this plug would be the Preds in the Stanley Cup final. That would have really helped. Um, City was on fire. Yeah. CMA Fest and the Preds in the Stanley Cup final would have been just lights out. But Thanks a lot, David Poyle. I'm just look, De- yeah, DeAndre. I'm just hoping they put together like some videos, some some great things. But you know what? Instead of like taking a guess as to what the Titans did to win over DeAndre Hopkins, Jack and I went together, went ahead and put together kind of an idea of what we would do if we were the tour guides for DeAndre Hopkins in Nashville. So, Jack, do you want to go first? Do you want to kind of take a stab at uh, picking up DeAndre Hopkins from the airport? Yeah. Yeah, I will. Um, so if if you're in Nashville for a weekend, you want to you want to hit the spot. You you want to hit the main spots, but also if you're D Hop, you know there's a level of fame there. You want to make sure you're still flying under the radar a little bit. So after I get D Hop from the airport, we're getting drinks because I mean, Ooh. look, it's Nashville. We're drinking. We're drinking. What time are we talking? I mean, I guess it doesn't matter. We uh, are. It in seemed Nashville. like he got in town like Sunday as the sun was setting. Maybe a little before. Okay, so Sunday evening. So I'm gonna make a night out of it. Okay, we're okay. gonna start. We're we're gonna start in Twelve South. We're gonna go to Old Glory. We're gonna get a, a few cocktails. Okay. Okay. A couple high price cocktails because all right, we're about to hand D Hop ten million dollars a year. He's got to know that we've got the money. So we're going to Old Glory. We're starting at Old Glory, getting some cocktails, getting a little lubricated for the evening. Then we'll throw a little curveball. We're gonna go to get dinner at Red Telephone Booth. Red Telephone Booth, a speakeasy. You got to know the password to get in it. Everybody thinks the guy with the password to get in places is the coolest guy ever. So that's an easy way to impress D Hop right off the bat. You can have a conversation in the dimly lit room without anybody overhearing or looking at you and knowing that you're D Hop. You can kind of blend okay. in like a like one of the rest of the normies that is eating there. You know what? If you like seafood, may I recommend the Optimist? The Optimist the Optimist is great. I know it's a chain. I know they've got one in Atlanta. But look, the Falcons aren't in this aren't in the mix here. Okay. So if you like, if D Hop wants seafood, you take him to the Optimus. But any, anyways, after that, a lot of people say, "Oh, I'm going to take D Hop to Broadway." No, we don't do that. No, we don't do that. Why? Do. Why is that? Well, I'll tell you why. We take him to Printer's Alley. Okay. <laughs> oh, they're the real Nashvillians. No, okay. We take him right. to Printer's you, Alley. Miss Kelly's, maybe? No, Miss Kelly's. It's it's a little smoky. The floor's a little sticky. He's got nice shoes on. He doesn't. Yeah, want but to if walk you forgot his ID, that's the best way to get in. <laughs> true, an ID. True. We'll assume that he got. You know, he didn't leave his ID at uh, at security at the airport. But we're gonna go to Bourbon Boogie and Blues Bar. It's in Prince Alley, the okay. best music in town. We're not gonna stay too long though, because before the night ends, we're gonna walk right out of there. We're gonna get a daddy's dog. 
We're going to get a daddy's Ooh. dog to close the night off strong. He's going to wake up. He's going to feel he's going to feel a little groggy. He's not going to feel like a, like a superstar athlete. But you wine him, you dine him. The next day, you sign him. Okay. All you right. I was going like to go that. 69 him, didn't you? But no. Well, I didn't not on, know. Not on the first night out. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah, you have to earn that. The Titans are a classy broad. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Plus, yeah. Can't, as a wide receiver, is he allowed to? Is are you allowed to sixty nine him? I feel like you can only go one through twenty with him, right? Or <laughs> yeah. and then the single in the digits 80s, are now an option. Yeah. 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 Single digits. Right. He wears he wears ten, so you got two. You, you have the two parts you need. Okay. All right. I liked yours. I liked yours. Um. Now look, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do. Mine's gonna look different. Okay. Mine's gonna look a little bit different. See, I'm I'm picking DeAndre Hopkins up at the airport in the morning. All right. He had a, you know, had a very early morning flight. He's going to get in. He's probably going to be hungry. So I'm going to say, you know what, DeAndre? I'm going to take you to one of the worst spots you can possibly go when you're hungry. Handcake pantry. <laughs> now you're probably like, what? Come on, Austin. What are you doing, dude? What are you like? Look, I get it. I get it. All right. I understand the disdain for that choice. But first of all, you have to wait in a long line at Pancake Pantry. That That long line is a get to know you line sit there you chat him up a little bit you know and, and i'm talking the original location of pancake pantry uh in uh hillsborough or oh, hillsborough village yeah chat him up you bring an ipad with you you know then not like he's a toddler and he'll, he'll get antsy but he might and if he does you show him a video you show him a hype video of him and his highlights be like man think about what this could be and then you show him a hype video of derrick henry all right, and then you show them all of Ryan Tannehill's snaps from 2019 to 2020 and nothing else, okay? Nothing else. You just act like the Todd Downing years did not exist, and you just show them, be like, man, you paired with this, paired with this, and then and then you show them maybe like some Traylon Burks, some Chig highlights. Like, Dude, looks to me like you're the missing piece. And then by that point, they're going to – look, that line, it may be long, and you may have to wait for a little bit, but like – it, it goes by faster than you always expect. Like they flip tables at pancake pantry faster than they flip the actual pancakes. So then you eat, you eat there because they're such good. The food there is amazing. All right. And you can't deny that no matter how much you hate pancake pantry or not, you can't deny the food. It's amazing. Now after breakfast, you're like, what should we do? What should we do? We got to do something very Nashville, right? What's more Nashville than the Cumberland science museum? Huh? Or, <laughs> Or excuse me, the Adventure Science Center. Sorry, went through that. We went through that awkward like name change. There, That's how I okay? knew. I knew it as the Adventure Science Center. Really? Uh, see, that just shows our age differences right there. To me, it is and always will be the Cumberland Science Museum. <laughs> now, I haven't been to the Cumberland Science Museum since our third grade sleepover there, like field trip with the the science club in elementary school. Shout out the Edmondson Elementary Explorers. I'm assuming that the go-to attraction there is still that like crank wheel that gets the bowling ball up that like little sp spire and then goes down those, uh, goes down that track. So you do that probably twice. Then after that, cause I don't think there's anything else at the Cumberland Science Museum. Again, haven't been there in close to three decades now. I then, uh, we take them, to, we got to take them to lunch. And now this is hard. This to me was the hardest thing to choose. 
Where do you go to lunch in Nashville? So many places. Do you go hot chicken? You could, but that's where all the tourists mm-hmm. are going to be. All right. Risky plants a gamble. Hot chicken. It is a gamble. gamble. More and, and you tell them, you say, look, DeAndre, we're going to take you to some hot chicken, but you can get some more hot chicken when you move here. And then you give them a little wink. It's a tease. <laughs> then, so then I say, we're going to take you to a really good burger place. I'm going to take you to pharmacy burgers. Really? Uh, pharmacy yeah. is the place you go? Not yeah, Jack East Brown's? Nashville. No, I, Brown's. Lo- oh, I've never, I understand why you don't want to take them to Brown's. I've never been to. I've never been to Jack Brown's, but isn't Jack Brown's a chain? Inconclusive. I think it is though. Okay. So I'm going to take them to pharmacy just because you got that outdoor seating. You know, it's really nice. It's, it's away from the tourists, you know, like it's, it's not, it's kind of off the beaten path. You can show them more of the city, drive by the stadium on your way there. And then, uh, and then, and I know this goes against what you said. I'm taking them a walk down Broadway. For one reason and one reason only. Got to show them the Bang Bang Twins. Yeah, the Bang This Twins, yes. I love the Bang This Twins. You got to show them that. Because, look, if you show them the Bang This Twins. Perfect. If you show them the Bang This Twins, there's not a chance he says no. There's like, he's going to be like, I got to play here. Those dudes are hilarious. And I need to play every home game in front of fans like these. Okay. Now it's probably close to the end of the day. I think at some point you drive by the Parthenon just to give them that Greek, you know, mythology, just to say, Hey, look, this is why we are. And look, this is the only two scale full replica of the Parthenon anywhere else in the world other than Athens, Greece which is the most unimpressive like fact about Nashville ever. Like people Dude, are just like, Oh, okay. You know, that's, like that's like, that's the difference between me and you. I don't view the, the Parthenon as a selling point. No, no, no. I'm not saying it's a selling point. I'm just saying at some point you drive by, it's not like, I'm not saying get out of your car and play some ultimate frizzly. You think it's like, a, there oh, in the park. you think it's, you're driving by and you're just like, Oh, this old thing. Yeah. It's a Parthenon yeah. replica. Well, and you say, you say, look, you know, we want you to be a part of Titans lore. Like Titans greats of the past, Randy Moss, Andre Johnson, Eric Moulds, Yancey Thigpen, Carl Pickens. And he'll be like, yeah, I forgot most of those guys were Titans, but I'm in. And then, <laughs> and then I, what I, I was going to say, you drop him off to stay, rest his head in the, in the suite. At Stadium Inn. Oh, I had a bad feeling you were going to pick Stadium Inn. But any true toppers who listen to this podcast know that Stadium Inn is no more. Uh, we did an entire episode on it. Of I think it was last off season. Rest in peace, Stadium Inn. It is. It's a tough one. It's a tough pill to swallow. So I'm assuming. I I'm guessing you just got to take them to. Well, one a four, of a four seasons places. just popped up down there. Got a nice view of the stadium. Where? where? Where downtown. Stadium Inn is? No, 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 no. Oh, oh, you got me all excited. The much, um, much better location. I was gonna say the you know um, Opryland Hotel, just because it's that's a spectacle in and of itself. Or, and hear me out, the Sheridan downtown. And you're like the Sheridan? Why the Sheridan? What the? It's right next to the Hermitage Hotel. Why would you not just go there? Because the Sheridan is where I used to valet park cars. And really? I may be biased to it. 
So, yes, I did. And you know what? This week was always the worst week for valet parking cars because you had all the CMA crowd in. And then a lot of times it would it would double book with Bonnaroo. So you had like double the amount of people and it was so busy and hot and sweaty. It was it was bad. But so in one of those two hotel places, other than that, I mean, I don't know if there's anything I missed. If you could if you could take them to a show at the Ryman, I would. But it clearly took them to CMA Fest with uh, Tim McGraw, which I think is a great, Hard great play, that. great play by the Titans. Yeah, so that's what I would do with DeAndre Hopkins. What would you do? Let us know. Yeah, I want to hear y'all, y'all's plan. And what time are you picking them up for the airport? Uh, I feel like that's a, that's a major factor in your plan. That's a full day. Yeah, I'm picking them up. Let's say eight, maybe nine. Eight, eight. Let's say eight. Let's say eight. Let's split the difference. Let's say eight thirty. You get there thirty minutes early though, because he can't wait. Oh, I'm sitting there waiting. Yeah, I might I might even tailgate. Tailgate the picking up of DeAndre Hopkins. <laughs> mm-hmm. But although had, yeah. it seemed like they had some room for some champagne. I saw the champagne glasses in in the car that picked them up. They weren't full, the, but New Nashville Airport kind of sucks for picking up. Remember back in the day? Yeah, you got to go Old Nashville Airport, they had those parking spots you could go in and they had the little timers. They had like the 15-minute timers and oh, then yeah, they you would, just like, got to circle around. They would chase you away after like certain timers. I would just go and park there and I'd open up the back hatch and I'd be waiting for my person. You can't do that anymore. Oh, it's, they will it's really shame. They will scream your face off if you do. That. Oh, it is. T- they got aggressive. They I feel like they injected the airport like security workers that are like making sure like the the traffic stays smoothly like the traffic operators. I feel like they injected them with the 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 same serum that Bruce Banner injected himself with, with to become the Hulk. Like these, except they don't get big and green. They just get, but they get all the anger. And it's, it, it's wild, dude. It, it is, be the, you will hear it, screaming. It could be the day job for Broadway bouncers. Like airport traffic director by day, Broadway bouncer by night. It, could be, it very well could be. Are you talking about the Bang This Twins again? No. <laughs> that would be hilarious. This Twins do for a living. But if anyone knows, definitely let us know. Because I'm super interested in that. I think that's what they do. I think they just walk up and down Broadway. Do they need to do anything else? Like, what do you think? What do you think? They're I mean, like probably tax accountants look, by look, the day. It's expensive to live in Nashville now. Maybe they maybe they come in from like you. you do you have them as like? Do you have them like real? You have them as like real estate agents. <laughs> I don't know what they are. Their their faces on a sign of like a park bench. <laughs> they're definitely good morale for whatever office definitely employs them i feel like they're nine fivers at tighten up pod if you want to submit your plan for what or what we missed even if it's just one thing submit to us what we think or critique our our list as to what you would do with deandre hopkins how would you entice deandre hopkins to come to nashville remember you're going up against the patriots in the patriot way you gotta you gotta bring your fastball and to me, that's Pancake Banter, the Cumberland Science Museum, pharmacy for lunch, and a walk down Broadway just to see the Bang Nest Twins. And if the Stadium Inn was still around, a suite at the Stadium Inn. Which a suite at the Stadium Inn is just like, just it just has like a few less used needles on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but don't look behind the ba- the bathroom trash can because no, there is no. going to be a used one there. Uh, all right, so... Um, before uh, we get to uh, a word from our friends at um, uh, before we get to our, li- our library, basically, I want to get into Vic Beasley real quick. Vic Beasley, uh, Will Compton shared a story about Vic Beasley on the Bus with the Boys podcast, 
and you don't have to go listen to it. We just take our word for it. He he basically all but confirmed any thought that you had about Vic Beasley. Like he basically personified our feelings that we've had towards Vic Beasley because like it's really funny like when someone conveys themselves as one way and then when you get to know them they are that exact way. You're like, "Oh, okay. So you are I could have judged this book by its cover." That is Vic Beasley to the nth degree because Will Compton basically shared a story about how Vic Beasley wanted to try to get the entire team to cancel the entire 2020 season. And look, it, it was, this was, if you take it back to 20, the summer of 2020, it was wild. Not only was COVID in, uh, going on, but uh, there was a lot of like social justice movements and, and things like that. And look, I'm not, I'm not going to tell anyone how to think or what they should think, but it was, it's interesting because according to Will Compton, Vic Beasley suggested sitting out the entire 2020 season and not a single other member of the entire team was on board with that idea, which goes to show you, you know, like, like, look, if like, if that was the feeling like a few guys had, it's like, okay, look, I'm going to let them think that if they want to think that that's fine. But Vic Beasley, according to Will Compton, like was basically the only guy who thought that. And, and that to me is just just shows like, oh, yeah, yeah. So, OK, so he was lazy in real life, too. All right, good, because that's what he conveyed to us. The common fan. What a horrible first impression to make on your teammates, too. Like you just get signed for a bunch of money after you got cut. And it was yeah. a pretty like it was a pretty loud cut that the Falcons had. I mean, they went to Twitter and said, we will not be continuing with Vic Beasley. Like, Which that in and of itself is wild. No, that never happens. So, like a team basically like making dropping a press release to say, yeah, we're not resigning this guy. Oh, been you know, there, done that. When that happens, Titans fans flood the comments. They 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 you know immediately want to see Falcon what Falcons fans have to say about him. They're all negative things. He doesn't work hard. They're like, oh yeah, he's probably just unhappy. I mean, he was playing for the Falcons. They suck. So <laughs> turns out it wasn't just the Falcons, right? Because there was an incident in an elevator. Um, it wasn't Will or Taylor Luan who was in the elevator with him, but they said that they heard from a teammate that before a game, Vic Beasley was in an elevator with another Titans player and the elevator shut down. Didn't work. It it was yeah. delayed for an hour. It was just stuck. And, you know, I don't know really besides establishing a P corner like Dwight did in the office, what you really do in an elevator. <laughs> it's, it's stuck for that long, but Vic Beasley essentially told the guy, he said, man, look, I'm I'm here to do two things. And he was pissed. How could you not be pissed? You're just stuck in an elevator for an hour. But I'm here to do, to do two things. C and C. Chill and collect. Yep. Me personally, I wouldn't let that slide. I, I would not let that slide. Like there, there has to be some person. I, I guess it was a person probably less established than Beasley in there with him. I would be like, dude. What in the hell are you talking about? You're just here taking yeah. our team's money. You're doing nothing. We're working hard. And we're a competitive team that like has a shot in the AFC. And here you are saying, ah, I'm just going to chill and collect. Chill and that collect. Slide. That is, I mean, look, it's the American dream, though, is it not? To try and get paid as much money for doing as little work as possible. <laughs> but imagine being like that good of an athlete who had an incredible season to just totally be willing 
to throw away your reputation and integrity within, you know, a league in a game that you've played your entire life. I understand yeah. that not a lot of pros love playing, playing the sports they play. Like I forget which basketball player said it. They said uh, he was asked how many, how many players do you think like playing basketball? He's like oh, about 50%, probably half and half, you know, it's profession. It, it's, it's how people make their money and, you know, yeah. playing a sport that long, that, that intensely you get burnt out of it. I understand that side of things, but like, Vic Beasley made no effort to to do anything with the Titans. He had a horrible Titans tenure. Didn't last long. Hard to even mm-hmm. call it a tenure, really. But my God, if I had heard that, and if I don't know why people didn't speak out when they heard before a single game was played that Vic Beasley wanted to cancel the, the entire season, why nobody spoke up and said, "Man, shut the hell up, dude! <laughs> shut the hell up!" Like you need to, you got to fall in line here. You're new. You're the new guy. Let's cancel the entire season, man. I look, I, I know a lot of people are going to spin this into a, oh, hey, look, another signing by John Robinson that didn't work out. And it is true. I mean, like it did not pan out at all. He went out on a limb and that limb broke the second he was out there. <laughs> he uh, uh, Look, J-Rob is like, you know, a, just a normal dude. If he sees a pretty girl. He's willing to ignore some of the red flags. That, Isaiah Wilson, pretty girl, right. huge left tackle, played at Georgia, monster. Yeah, yeah. Mike Beasley had a, had a, a track record of success, an edge rusher. Titans needed that. Both very pretty girls in the <laughs> in the prospect sense. Oh, I'll, I'll add one. Major red flags. I'll add one to that cheerleading squad. Jadavian Clowney, very attractive female, probably the captain of that cheerleading squad. Caleb Farley's and, another one. Yeah. And, you know, like, he look, he took some chances. He took some risks. Ultimately, I think the, it was the risks that were what lost him his job and all of the the losses from his risks. But to me, the Vic Beasley signing, I, I'm not going to hold that against him. I'm not going to keep dancing on John Robinson's grave. There's no point. There's, look, Titans fans, at some point, we got to start looking ahead. You got to stop looking back at at what happened and what J. Rob did. Other than the AJ Brown trade, which I will never fully overcome. Other than that, I think it's like, you know, you look. You can do that with every GM. The GM that came before John Robinson was way worse than John Robinson. So, I think, look, let bygones be bygones. Move on. It's not because at the time of the signing, we all loved the signing. We lo- we got excited. Oh, sweet, Vic Beasley, he's going to bolster this defensive line. Let's go. And then um, you know, then he like kind of doesn't produce. Oh well, you know, like it was to me it was low risk, high reward. You sign him for a one-year deal, granted, albeit a kind of expensive one-year deal. One-year deal and it's like a prove it year. And if he doesn't succeed, okay, you're not on the books for him after this season. It's a to deal me, where I, you, the player should be motivated because you're not signed yeah. beyond this season. That, that should that, that should be some extra motivation for you to produce in the one year with you're with the team. It's to me, you're at the convenience store and you see the scratch offs behind the clerks over your shoulder, and you're like, "Hey, you know, why don't you give me one of those five dollars scratch offs?" And then you you scratch it off. Look, if that thing hits for two hundred and fifty grand, that was well worth it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, apparently Vic Beasley, all you did, you scratched off and just said C and C. And you're like, oh, crap. What does this get me? <laughs> yeah. What does this get me? Uh, and then you scratch off a few more letters and you get uh, Bet M G M. What? Bet M G M. 
Enjoy all of your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code A to Z Sports and receive up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, player props, and daily boosted odds specials. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Find out why BetMGM is the king of sports books. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Tennessee only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. First online real money wager only. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days from issuance. For problem gambling support, call the Tennessee Red Line at 800-889-9789. All right. Before we get out of here and get into talking about one of our favorite all-time Titans, Randy Bullock, um, Jack, I do want to hit us with a segment that we launched just a couple of weeks ago, a segment that we all know and love, a segment called Two-Tone Blue? Question mark? Two-Tone Blue? Two-tone blue. That's basically whenever any free agent becomes available. Look, most Titans fans do it. You automatically picture them in two-tone blue. And you're like, whether it makes sense or not. For example, Dalvin Cook gets let go by the Minnesota Vikings. Look, the Titans are solid at running back, okay? They're fine. They don't need another running back. But I still was like, Two-tone blue. And look, I know a lot of you, a lot of you tweeted at us at Titan Up Pod on Twitter. And you retweeted it once. A lot of people asked, two-tone blue, question mark? And I, first of all, we respect that. I love that. That Thank you. That's how I know. That, that's how we can tell who the true tuppers are. So, uh, and now Dalvin Cook is the easy one. Uh, I guess, well, you know what? Let's go ahead and start with Dalvin Cook as the warm-up. So, uh, Dalvin Cook, two-tone blue? Huh? Coming off of shoulder surgery, he's 27. And from like a, I guess I'm blinded by Derrick Henry and how age just doesn't affect him. I'm like, in my head, I'm like, 27's not old. Like, Dalvin Cook still got some tread on those tires, but at the same time, I'm like, man, hasn't Dalvin Cook been around for a really long time? Yeah. I like. I understand. I, I guess looking through that lens, I understand why everybody's like, oh, Derrick Henry, he's got to, you know, he, he's he's got to be having, you know, a downward trajectory. He's got to be coming coming down. There's no way he continues this, product, or this production. But, like, Dalvin Cook to me feels like what Derrick Henry would be if he was mortal. Which he's not. Yeah, yeah. If he and and if he was like I don't know a normal sized running back, <laughs> he wasn't <laughs> shaped like a defensive end. Uh, Dalvin Cook last year played all seventeen games. Which Dalvin Cook is one of those guys who you just I just automatically assume he misses four games a year due to injury. Last year did not. Which is that to me was the most shocking thing that he's done in his entire career. Uh, put up almost twelve hundred yards rushing, which is the second best in his career. And I mean, look, still got a little fuel left in the tank. Do the Titans need him? Not at all. Would I love to see him in two-tone blue? You bet your ass I would. But... <laughs> Dalvin <laughs> Cook, Dalvin look, Cook sure beats the hell out of Tajay Spears, right? That's the point of this segment. It may not make sense. It's just a matter of feeling, a matter of gut instinct. How do you feel? Dalvin Cook and two-tone blue. I, that would get me pretty jazzed. Sounds like a player I want to have. Yeah, yeah. Let Dalvin Cook. So that was merely the example. That was merely the warm-up, the exhibition, to lead us to this week's two-tone blue 
nominee Jack. Two-tone blue. Two-tone blue. Baby Gronk. Mm, good Think question. about it. Think about it. Think There's about a lot it, of history. Man. There's a lot of history dude, with he, Titans and tight ends. Dude, he rizzed up Livy Dunn, stole him from the uh, stole her from the Drip King. Austin, I got to ask you about this. I mean, he, his most recent visit was where you played your college football. He took a trip he to went, Missouri. Did he really? Oh, yeah. Check his Instagram, buddy. All right, question. Could Baby Gronk start for the Tigers right now? At tight end? I mean, at this point, at any position. <laughs> <laughs> With quarterback, uh, maybe? Can he throw the ball? I'm pretty sure Baby Gronk's dad is like five foot four. So I'm going to guess that Baby Gronk's probably checking around around like four six. Right, right. And like, look, Baby Gronk, was it the best name to go with? Like, why not Baby Tony Gonzalez? More, more, more established career other than the Super Bowls. Yeah. Right. Like, if you're going to go like as a tight, famous tight end, why not? Why not baby why not Aaron Kinney? Why not baby Aaron Kinney? You know, maybe like, maybe baby Ben Troop or baby Bo Scaife. Those both have the, ring nicely off the tongue. Baby Bo? Are you kidding me? Hell yeah! Like why not? Why why did we go baby Gronk? It's not it's not. Uh, there's no alliteration there. It doesn't rhyme. It doesn't even sound good. It doesn't roll off the tongue easily. Baby Gronk? I don't know. It just tells me like okay, cool. Yeah, you chose the. I don't know the doofiest tight end out there <laughs> and like the biggest meathead tight end ever. And you want to be with him. So, but yeah, so I don't know. So now um, there, and then now there's, this is like obviously spawning other like babies. There's baby Diggs. Have you seen baby Diggs? Oh no. Is it, was it is Tra Trayvon Diggs actual kid? That kid, that, that kid like, no. speak for himself and is actually, no, this is like a, this is like a fat kid who plays like wide receiver and, um oh, and gosh. quarterback, but um, you can't call baby Diggs. Sorry, uh, uh, big boned baby digs challenged baby Gronk to a one V one. Really? Yeah. And this is after baby Gronk rizzed up Livy, Livy Dunn. Dunn and stolen from the drip King. <laughs> I'm immense. I hate in this, that. I hate this how is... still in the loop with all of these pop culture happenings. You are like, you don't miss a beat. I look, I'm trying not to. This one's moving fast. This one's moving hella fast. Baby Gronk was just recently on a podcast with his dad sitting by his side, and they had to retake every single one of his answers because his dad would say, No, 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 say this. Apparently, no, 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 that's been this. happening for a while. Like, I saw a, a, a woman on TikTok who'd interviewed Baby Gronk and said the same thing happened. Yeah. And like, everyone came out of the woodworks this weekend to say that, like, Baby Gronk's dad has been like sliding into their DMs. Like we're talking, obviously, like Taylor Lewan was the one we probably all noticed first. The and then that like spawned um, a bunch of like uh, like journalists. Um, Paige Spiron Spironak, the the golfer lady, she was um, she revealed that Baby Gronk tried sliding into her DMs. And it's not Baby Gronk that's doing it. Obviously, he kid's six years old. It's his it's creepy his dad who's dad. trying to slide into foxy ladies. My yeah. man is trying hard to get his son as much media attention as possible. And it's I, at the root of it. It's very sad on the internet content level of it. It's all hilarious. And <laughs> it's, I, I feel bad for this little kid. Cause he's already going to be hated 
no matter where he goes oh, and what and he I'm does. I'm thinking the cheap shots he's going to take when he gets older from kids who yeah. are just sick of this whole thing. Right. And it's, it's not fair. He's to already, him. already getting offers from like colleges and stuff, which like is Missouri, so stupid. Missouri. Did they, did they offer him? Missouri. I don't know. He put out oh. his top eight. I did see he put out his top eight. Um, I think Alabama was in there. LSU. I, I want to say Florida was in there. Which, when are we going to get to the day and age when guys, when people stop putting out their top eights and Alabama and LSU, like all those teams are in it? Like, okay, at one point. Well, you got to drive up I. the NIL. You got to drive up. You got to drive up your price. You and I, Jack, we're, we're, fan, we're fans of like probably like tier two programs. Ole Miss definitely higher than Mizzou, just like in terms of national recognition. But at what point are like you going to get top recruits to go to those schools? Because it's like if you go to Alabama and you win a national title, you're what the 18th team to do so. Like nobody cares anymore. It's like well, big no history behind it. There's no. If you go and you even make it to a national championship at Mizzou, you become a god in that town. Chase Daniel, Brad Smith, even did less than Chase Daniel. It's and like those a, two guys will never have to buy a drink in Columbia ever again. Exactly. And that's exactly like Chad Kelly and the Kimdichis. And that's, you know, not having to buy a drink and the, what those people like to do. It's not a good combination for some people. But all I'm uh, look, I'm a just sugar saying, bowl, nobody like, cares. If I'm recruiting those schools, I'm saying, look, okay, yeah, you can just be another name on the board. But you come here and you accomplish all that you would accomplish at those schools. You become a living legend. You become immortal at this university and you help change the culture. You help put this, this, this university. And like that, that would be like my whole pitch. Like yeah. we're in the living room. No, and I'd I just be like, I, I get where you're coming from. Like Laramie Tunzel like, who ripped a bong on or a gas mask. It's even worse on national yeah. TV. I mean, there's still a chance he gets his number retired at Ole Miss. Yeah. Yeah. But he, all that's, he did was play in a sugar bowl. He caught a touchdown that's pass. A, in a that's the thing, right? The bar is set so low, dude. Like it's like it's so low at at these other universities. Don't be a you hero, go to Al- if you go to Alabama and you don't win a national title, oh, good luck, dude. You're yeah, have fun double. with that. You're paying double for your whiskey cokes. Yeah, have <laughs> at the booth. They're, yeah, you know they don't yeah, even let you into rounders. You're, you're going to they're the gonna, booth. They're gonna make you do your own dishes. <laughs> <laughs> you got to clean your own glasses after after drinking at the bar. Um, all right, Jack. Uh, oh, last thing, Rand- Randy Bullock. Randy Bullock. Uh, we had a Randy Bullock sighting. Was Randy it in the two tone blue? No, no, it was, it was one one tone of the blue and then uh, I orange. I'm struggling to really come to terms with life after Randy Bullock, Austin, to be honest with you. Um, not just because the Titans kicker position seems to be in an absolute shambles with Caleb Shudak and Trey Wolf, the only guys to speak of contending for that job right now, but. Just watching Randy Bullock, and I know he played for like seven other teams before he played for the Titans, but he feels like he's played for the Titans for his whole life. Yeah. He means something to me. You talk about meaning. Randy Bullock. Right. I've I've been clamoring for a statue of Randy Bullock. Yeah, Randy Bullock is Randy Bullock is a pillar of the Titans franchise. And I'm and I'm only partially saying that because of his size. Yeah. That that's gonna last decades. You're not gonna have to renovate it for billions of dollars. No, right. Yeah, that's a, it's a it's a strong column. It's a thick column. Let's just say that. And I it's sad. It's sad to move on. It feels moving on from Randy Bullock feels like 
when your parents like dropped you off to college and like for me when my parents dropped me off to college i didn't know anyone i didn't know a single soul at the university of missouri when i went there and it was scary and i was like i don't know what's next i i was hopeful and i was i was um optimistic about the future but i didn't know what was coming and that's the way i feel right now with the titans at the kicker position i'm optimistic but man, I miss my friends from home. And Randy Bullock was my friend from home. <laughs> we say all of this because Randy Bullock is taking a visit to Denver. This they and this feels like retaliation to me, Austin, because just a couple of weeks ago, Brandon McManus kicked off our two tone blue segment. Yeah. And yeah. if they had a, if they had a spy listening to our podcast, which I think all 31 other teams in the NFL definitely have, because if they don't, how they else should do you explain our 33 viewers, you know. Um, but it feels like a retaliation thing. Maybe it's payback for Brett Kern. But this one, this one hits home. This one's personal. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it's tough. And now look, is it fitting that Randy Bullock tries out with a team, the only team in the NFL who literally has suspenders on their uniforms? Yeah. That's probably helps out. <laughs> probably keeps those britches up tight, right? Oh, dude, Randy Bullock, who never kicked 50 yard field goals, is about to be hitting from 55 on a consistent basis in Denver. And it's going to drive me nuts. It is going, that is going to be the, uh, the most annoying thing about this is we're like the reason the Titans let him go is because he couldn't hit from deep. And then he's going to go to, you know, he's, it's the Larry Walker effect. You know, it's a, when you put him at Coors Field, he's just going to be mashing taters. But you take him out of Coors Field, yeah. So he's played a decent, you know, 250 hitter. <laughs> so I, Randy Bullock, I wish him the best. I do. I don't wish ill will upon him. I I hope he, ha I hope he does well there. Um, don't get into the weed, Randy, because you will get the munchies even more than you already have them. That's a whole nother factor. He's got to, that's a whole nother factor, dude. But we do hope that, uh, with that, we hope you, we, they, we, they treat you well in Denver, and we hope they lift you a mile high into the sky. It's going to take some strong O-linemen, but I think it can be done. <laughs> all right, we're going to get out of here. Thank you guys so much for putting up with us through the offseason and uh, all of our dumb antics. Literally, we're look, we're, I say it every week. We're going to get through it. We're going to get through it. The offseason will be here before we know it. Now, uh, should announce right now, no so next week. No sode next week. There will be okay. no sode next week. I will be out of town. This might be, is this the first week we've ever taken off in the last three years? Well, first week I've ever taken off, Austin. Oh, wow. Wow. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Okay. I Look, I deserve that. I deserve that. Yeah. You didn't deserve yeah, I, that. You, you no, haven't missed in forever. But no, Yeah, but I did miss for like three months or like two and a half months for um, a move to Chicago. Yeah, that well, that was worth missing. And you know what? Me and Luke Worsham, we became close. I had, you know what? You know what I did yesterday? Actually, last night, I had lunch or I had, I had dinner with Luke Worsham. You went on a date with Luke Worsham? Went on a date with Luke, Luke Worsham. Drake's Luke in Cool Worsham. Springs. Luke Worsham. Luke Worsham. Drake's Cool Springs. I used to play mm -hmm. trivia at Drake's in Cool Springs. Yeah, they got good that? trivia. They got good trivia. They do have good trivia. Yeah, I, I had the uh, three mini cheeseburgers with Taylor. In fact, I think I still have a gift card to Drake's that I won at trivia there. Wow. Well, how about that? Next time you're in town, what do you say? 
What what is your things. yours and Luke Worsham's trivia team name? We didn't play trivia. Um, no, I know, I know. But what it, would it be? Yeah. Well, you know, he he writes for Dave Ramsey now. So it would probably be a play on that and how Dave Ramsey is currently facing a hundred fifty million dollar lawsuit. Yeah, not Luke good. Luke informed me of that. That didn't seem that didn't seem like a good thing. Yeah, he's going through it right now at the ringer from uh trying to get people out of their uh timeshares. Yeah, that's what he said. I couldn't believe it. Couldn't yeah. believe it. Timeshare game Ma- of all games. Maybe you guys go with um uh out of time share in parentheses. Jack of all time shares. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm just trying to. I'm trying. Anyway, we'll work. Land, on this. land in we'll, Florida. How about land in Florida? La, yeah, Ramsey problems instead of Ramsey solutions. <laughs> um. <laughs> all right, we're we're gonna get out of here. The, <laughs> follow the the podcast at Tighten Up Pod on Twitter at Tighten Up Podcast on Instagram. Thank you guys. Look, we're gonna get through this. We're gonna do it. I I keep saying it, but we are going to get through it. We're gonna get through this off season. And we're going to celebrate the day that football is back. So we no sewed next week, but we will come back strong in two weeks from now. Watch, watch. DeAndre Hopkins is going to sign. These but we weeks. already said that's okay. It's all right. If he does, if he does, maybe Jack and I will try and we'll try and figure a way to get some sort of content mm-hmm. out there. Hopefully, we'll do something. Maybe. Yeah. Oh. Gosh, this is gonna happen. I just know it. I know DeAndre Hopkins is gonna sign with the freaking Titans. Other teams need to start. Have, you know, the, I don't want other teams to be in on D Hop, but it's gonna. He's gonna need to go on a little bit longer of a, a visit. Yeah, we just need other teams to get in to buy us some time. Some bad teams too, like teams you wouldn't want to play for. Right, Cleveland, like the Colts. <laughs> yes, yeah, the Colts, the Texans, the Jaguars. Yeah, yeah, we come. All right, I don't want them in, but I want them in just to buy us some time. So I like our right. chances uh, with those guys. Follow A to Z Sports and all the socials as well. You can follow Jack on Twitter at Jack A Gentry, and you can see his picks. Are you going to post some picks from your uh, trip? You got a bachelor party coming up? Yeah, yeah, I do have that. That's going to be in Cabo. Yeah. Just post um, some picks. Post some picks, so and people will follow that, Jack. I don't know that picks will be coming out of that, but okay. Well, all right, so Jack's going to post some picks at Jack A Gentry <laughs> on Twitter. Give him a follow. You can follow me on Twitter at Austin Hoff. We love to have some fun on there. Jack, you got anything for the road? Nope. Just every night before you lay your head down, say a prayer for D hop, bring him home. Um, last thing I look, I know if you take one thing away from this podcast, just know that baby Gronk rizzed up Libby Dunn and stole her, stole her away from the drip King. So, so take so take that for data. Take that uh, for data. <laughs> all right, Austin. I think we've said all about we need to say. Um, it's I just have two things I want to do before I get out of here, and that's CNC or chill and collect. Hell yeah, dude! Hell, that actually sounds dope, right? Am I a Vic Beasley fan now? <laughs> Beasley right. lifestyle coach is definitely better than Vic Beasley edge rusher. I would get. We should get Vic Beasley as the co-host on this podcast. We should get him to, although he probably wouldn't show up every day. That's for sure. All right. With all that said, until next week, tighten up. They're the Tennessee Titans. They're the Tennessee Titans.